Hello, hello, Fest Podcast. I welcome you, along with Jay, for this final episode of Season 8 of the Odafest Podcast. Thunder crash. Boom, 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 boom. Dramatic enough? <laughs> we are saying goodbye to Nancy and hello to summer anime. Nancy, too busy for us. I am a little bit excited for this upcoming season. There is a whole lot of sequels to great anime and a whole lot of sequels to anime that I don't care about. And I'm wondering why it got a sequel in the first place. But we don't talk about sequels here, do we? We don't. I don't. I've never even heard of that word. You're making you're using made up words. Ah, I wish you would stop doing that. Stop. Stop. We have, as per usual, our summer seasonal offering before the end of our podcast season. So Angelo has so kindly picked out five entirely new animes, and we've watched the trailers. Yes. <laughs> and one of these is even from a brand new studio. Ooh. Ah. So let's start off with ZOM 100, Bucket List of the Dead. By Bug Films, an action core comedy. And this is Bug Films' first anime. Surviving a zombie apocalypse beats being a wage slave any day after spending years slaving away for a soul-crushing company. Akira's life has lost its luster. He lives in a trash-filled apartment. His pay is abysmal and he can't even muster up the nerve to confess his love to his beautiful co-worker. But when a zombie apocalypse ravages his town, it gives him the push he needs to live for himself. Now Akira's on a mission to complete all 100 items on his bucket list before he, well, kicks the bucket. It looked okay. This looks like the most colorful show on our list today, which is surprising from a zombie uh, uh, show. Normally with zombies, you expect like various shades of gray and maybe brown and some red thrown in there for good measure. It's true. It, I mean, I sort of like the hopeful direction that it takes. It's not like this is the bleakest timeline and everything sucks. It's motivated this otherwise completely depressed person to living their fullest life because they don't have much life left, I think. Because I think the insinuation is that he gets bitten too. Uh, I don't think so. No? I think it really is just, you know what? I don't have to go to work anymore. Even if it's literally an apocalypse, this shit is fantastic. Maybe. I don't know. It, it, it feels... I hope it's as fun as the premise makes it sound. But watching the actual trailer, I was like, it's probably okay, but I don't think it's anything special. Like, I think... I don't think it would stand out. It might stand out from the rest of what we have going on this season. It might stand out from the rest of what we got going on this preview. But I don't think it as, like, the delivery, at least again from the trailer, is like, it's not amazing. I think that's 100% fair. I'm not going to lie. I am burnt out on zombie media. Remember at the beginning of the 2010s when everyone was just like, oh my God, we have to put zombies in everything. Mm -hmm. The movies have to be zombies. The, the manga have to be zombies. The video games have to have a zombie mini game. If we don't have that, what the hell are we even doing? Uh, so I can honestly go the rest of my life without more zombie stuff. Mm -hmm. I just peaked. I peaked with zombie stuff. This looks 
acceptable. I don't know if I've ever really watched an anime with zombies in it other than... High School of the Dead? Maybe High School of the Dead. That's the only one I can uh, think of that came up. And that's because it's also like... Isn't that like extremely short? It was like a couple of episodes or something. It was 12 episodes. I don't remember anything about that show. It was very uh, easy to forget. But it was also very easy to watch, which is probably why I watched it at that time. Yeah. Oh, there was another really interesting zombie uh, zombie anime. What was it called? Uh, Cabinary of the Iron Fortress. That's what it was called. Never heard of that. Okay, so instead of like zombie virus or zombie magic, the, the zombies had like burning hearts of molted iron or something. And the whole premise was that it was in feudal Japan. And the survivors were on a train fortress. One guy had like a steam gun. And then there was this one situation where him and one other person got turned into a cabaneri. Basically a half person, half zombie. Okay. So they could help fight off the zombie hordes. It was actually really interesting in premise. The second half of the anime completely fucked up. Uh, and then the movie was good. I don't understand what becoming lightly fried squid has to do with fighting zombies, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. of the Iron Fortress. <laughs> so dumb. I know. Um, we'll be doing our typical one episode review way down the line months later from now. And I, I, this one will be like, sure, whatever. It'll probably be okay to watch, but I don't think, I don't imagine myself watching more than the first episode. I have picked out some anime that is going to be torture to get through. (laughs) Totally true. (laughs) Speaking of which. (laughs) Torture to get through. Oh my God. I don't know what the Japanese title was. I don't care. The English title is already painful. The English title is Reborn as a Vending Machine, I Now Wander the Dungeon by Studio Gokumi. It's comedy and fantasy. So after dying in a traffic accident, I find myself standing near an unfamiliar lake. Gosh, I wish I died in a traffic accident (laughs) before I have to watch this show. My body won't move. I can't hear my voice. And when I try to shout in confusion, words that I never expected come out. Get one free with a winner. It it seems I've turned into a vending machine. I can only do what actual vending machines can. It's impossible to move by myself. And there's no way for me to have any meaningful conversation. How am I going to survive some fantasy world's dungeon like this? Well, first of all, in a fantasy world, maybe there's no electricity. So therefore, (laughs) I can just be completely unconscious the whole time. Wouldn't that be great? I know that. So we've talked about that Angelo loves isekais. Isekais are his like his his anime bleach in that it just it's a quick, easy reset for him to just watch. It's mindless. He doesn't have to think about it. We both agree that this is the most generic anime isekai adventure thing of this genre I've ever seen in my life. Just all the all the catchphrases were there. All the like generic adventurers were there. It is a trope fest. And then I also pointed out that because it's a vending machine based anime, they're probably just going to get like sponsors of vending machine drinks like Boss Coffee and Pokari Sweat. And that's how they're going to make their money today. I wish they would do that. The last anime I saw with a shameless product placement like that was Tiger and Bunny years ago. What? You just, there was an Edomino elf. There's literally just Red Bull. 
Yeah, only in the first episode. After that, they just make up everything. It's no big deal. <laughs> but what bothers me about this anime is the character design. The character design of the vending machine itself, it is literally just a fucking CG uh, rectangle. Uh, rectangular prism with what are effectively googly eyes plastered onto it. Good lord. It could not. Uh, I know. I, I, I accept that when I said, oh, Jujutsu Kaisen, some finger-eating anime? This is gonna be the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And then it turned out to be awesome? No, this. It's not gonna be the worst isekai I've ever seen. That title still belongs to In Another World with My Smartphone. But I cannot, by any means, understand how this is going to be good. Like, any time... People are like, oh my god, Isekai anime has truly jumped the shark. They're going to do something. This is it. This is the Isekai that jumps the shark. People are like, oh, cooking with dog in another world. Oh, a handyman in another world. Oh, reborn as a sword in another world. A fucking vending machine. A vending machine. What is the point of it being a vending machine? Like, why would it even accept money? It's not going to be able to use the money. It's a vending machine. What I honestly hope. Like, it is specifically a vending machine. It can't... The machine can't use the money. I'm sure that this anime is a parody of the isekai genre. I'm, I'm convinced, in my heart of hearts, I know that the author was like... The mangaka was like, man, I, I'm just trying to make a thing. I'm just trying to make a story. I want to get paid. But the editors are coming out and saying I have to make an isekai. I am going to try to make the dumbest isekai possible. I want to believe that this is how vending machine isekai happened. I really want you to be right. But in my heart, I know you're wrong. It's probably, I'm probably, <laughs> it's probably wrong. probably real. It's probably genuine. And I don't want to even disparage like <sighs> the mangaka or like, you know, the truth is, Anytime a project is done, anytime media is made, something gets pushed, a lot of people have to approve it first. So there's a lot of blame to go around if this one sucks a lot. <laughs> I mean, you're absolutely right. At the same time, like, it's never bad anime that get the pushback on being stopped. Uh, the one anime that I can remember where people were, like, actually shocked and and like uh 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 broadcasters were like whoa 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 no we we are not airing this anymore hell was interspecies reviewers oh yeah and that was not because it was bad it was because it was basically porn yeah yeah it's it's got it's got down to those sensibilities more than the actual exactly. quality of the show I'm not saying we should put necessarily that level of content out, but I'm just saying choose better, uh, choose better projects, maybe. <laughs> choose, choose better source material. Yeah. Please. Speaking of better Please. source material. <laughs> the masterful cat is depressed again today. Why are you talking about yourself like that? By Studio Gohans. It's an anime. <laughs> I thought it you were the anime. masterful cat who was depressed again today. <laughs> Jay, I'm not a cat. Oh. Fair. <laughs> this is a comedy fantasy slice of life anime. When Saku took in a stray black cat, she never expected that he would become the equivalent of a housekeeping life partner. But Yukichi, a giant cat who towers over Saku, 
is not your ordinary feline. He takes great pride in his culinary skills, and a good sale at the supermarket always gets his whiskers twitching. Saku may not have her act together yet, but at least she has Yukichi. This is a really sad anime. I don't like it when cats are depressed. At the same time, so many cats have, like, resting bitch face, so they always look depressed. No, it's not even that. It's just, this is taking the literal idea of, like, oh, I don't need a a person in my life, another one, a person in my life, because I have my animal. And I'm not saying I want to take away that connection that you have to your animal, but this is taking it too far. <laughs> When you're trying to make your pets cook you dinner, there might be a problem. Yeah. But I was watching the trailer. I was watching the trailer, right? And at first I was like, okay, this this looks very shiny. This looks like kind of interesting. It has a cinematic flair to it. And then something else caught my eye. About halfway through the, the trailer, I realized, wait a minute. We've spent the majority of our time on on trains and cars that have a glossy filter as if they're being rendered on PS2 Need for Speed. What is going on here? This reminds me of Handshakers, an, an anime that was notorious for an art style that was making people sick, literally making people vomit. And so I keep watching the trailer and they they they, they keep having like really sharp angles really weird backgrounds. It looks like every single background in the anime was CG and some of it procedurally animated almost like it, it was so jarring to look at. And then I looked up the history of, of Gohans and they made handshakers. They made an anime that made their their, their their audience universally sick to their stomach from watching it. That gave people motion sickness from watching an anime. And I'm like, is this... Are they going to find a way to make people physically ill with an anime about an office lady and her six-foot-tall cat? Like, the worst part is, so all the uh, character animations, such as cat and human it looks fine it looks fine it, i would even say i think it looks pretty decent it reminds me it's it, it's a little bit of an older style it reminds me of shows that were around 2006 to 2010 that kind of animation but that style was fine oh yeah but that mix and that constant use of cgi backgrounds and the the off Ugh. angles it's yes just... yeah Oof. it was a little bit tough to watch the trailer you know in fairness though we have not i think in the last two reviews uh like two seasons we haven't had a i can't watch this like because we when we when we're doing the review part and we like we vote on basically like whether we can keep going or if it's just too painful to go on we could have a winner here we could have a couple winners here for all i can tell (laughs) we could we potentially could. If last season was all bangers, which it wasn't, but it was close. They were all above average. Uh, I would say last season was a strong season. was a very successful overall season. And then this season is a season of pain. I hope that everybody listening takes some takes up some nice outdoors activities. Or Touch at least grass, find some good friends. board games. 
Uh, oh. All right. Let's keep going. We're pushing on. Um, oh, boy. I didn't want to do this one. <laughs> Saint if Cecilia. you'd like to take the next one, I could take this no, one. No, no. It's okay. This is Saint Cecilia and Pastor Lawrence. Why is this the title of an anime? <laughs> well, this is the English title. I know, the, uh, but it's not English. The, 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 the Japanese title Ruth loosely translates to White Holy Woman and Black Pastor. All right. So I forget I, I, I asked. Know, I think this title is a real upgrade. Maybe. <laughs> Remember, we don't write this. We're just reading it. So St. Cecilia and Pastor Lawrence from Studio Doga Kobo is comedy and romance and slice of life. Hey, Jay, isn't slice of life your favorite genre? And I tell you, shut up. <laughs> Don't throw that back at me. St. <clears throat> Cecilia is beloved by the townspeople. Not only is she elegant and composed, she benevolently shares her wisdom with all who seek it. That is, until the last person has left. At which point she becomes totally hopeless. Only Pastor Lawrence is keeping the saint put together enough to do her duties and though she may test him it's all in a day's work so the animation actually looks very cute it it, it, it it's had got a that nice whole pastel. pastel style yeah it, you know it's got it's, and you know what it, it, it's got that uh pastel slightly washed out slightly watercolory art style um it's very cute it's I don't want to watch this. <laughs> Same. <laughs> like strong, do not want to watch. It's basically... I mean, the you were saying that you got elf vibes out of this. You got Edomai elf vibes out of this At the beginning, anime. because she gets all lazy and stuff. Like when she's not being um, worshipped or whatever it may be, honored, then she gets all like gloopy and... I don't know. Just kind of does nothing. She's kind of a neat... And then, but the pastor that she, uh, that, that owns the church, I guess, or operates the church. He has anime character, same face. He does. He is protag-kun. And then, but she, for some, whatever reason, I'm sure he's a nice guy being a pastor or whatever. They, she sort of is in love with him. It looks like that's, yeah. that's the vibe you get from the trailer pretty quick. Um, my joke was that uh, this is like Christian Minecraft server, the anime. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were going to go with a different no. joke. No. I was going to be like, you can't say that. <laughs> I, I, was, I won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's nothing that stands out about this anime. I just don't know who the audience is. I don't understand who. They, I really don't. I don't know who would watch this. And like Dogakobo, they do a lot of anime. They do a lot of anime. And you might recognize their name Are you saying from something called be bangers? Oshinoko. Oh. It is the same studio behind Oshinoko. Not but all of them are bangers. Got it. This anime in particular, I don't know. It just does not vibe with me. I'm sure there is going to be people who are just like, you know what? I want a cute girl doing a cute thing with a dude. But, eh. I'm literally looking at what else Doga 
Koba has done. Other than Oshinoko, I don't think anything's super of note. They they do specialize in animes that are twelve episode, twelve or thirteen episodes. Yeah, because um, they also did things like a, a new game, I believe they did, and a few others. Like they've got some decent anime. Uh, Gabriel Dropout was another one. Never heard. Like of a lot of what they've done has been cute girls doing cute things. Okay. Or slice of life. Uh oh no! There's actually a show that they did that I really liked. All right. What was that? How heavy are the dumbbells you lift? Oh yeah, On a they guy did muscle. that as well. On a guy muscle. Yeah, great yes. opening. Really fun show. Legendary. Actually. Yeah, but otherwise than that, they all can't be winners. They all can't be winners, and that's okay. Because with a name like Undead Girl Murder Farce, how could this anime be anything but a winner? Brought to you by Lappin Track. A fantasy mystery supernatural anime. The 19th century. A world inhabited by vampires, golems, werewolves, and other paranormal creatures. Immortal beauty and disembodied head, Aya Rindo, along with half-human, half-demon, demon killer, Tsugaru Shunichi, and her loyal maid, Shizuku Hase. Travel through Europe as supernatural detective, the cage user, solving supernatural mysteries while she searches for her lost body. This was the only one that I thought was remotely interesting. I thought this was the dumbest thing I'd ever read, which means it. if I go by the JJK thing, this might actually be good. But This reminded me a lot of Triple X Holic, the detective style, the sort of mystery thriller kind of bit i don't know might be okay part of me wants to hate it the other part of me feels like i should give it a chance i don't know i i have something against anime that are set in europe specifically specifically like 19th century like victorian europe every single time it feels like they're they're trying for the the setting to carry the story and it never does. I guess. I was going to say that I, too, also don't care for anime. <laughs> Sometimes set in Europe. <laughs> um, I think... I'm trying to think of anime that I like that do sort of a European setting. Gunsinger Girl is set in Europe. I mean, barely. It is, like, though. Technically, yes. Yeah. It's Italy. I don't know. I don't know. But this one specifically... The vibe feels really weird uh, because, like, she's basically a Futurama-style head in a jar, except it's a birdcage. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how interesting this character is going to be. Mm -hmm. The maid, there's some battle maid stuff going on in the trailer. For sure. That might be fun. That might be cool. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see, like, if the vampires and the golems and the werewolves feel kind of good. But I'm really worried that it's just going to be really boring and slow could be a lot of these types of shows kind of have they either have to do one of two things so they either do like monster of the week kind of a, approach or they have that really like they'll they'll get a couple of good episodes in, in the beginning to kind of hook you and then they have a really slow burn to to the end until they can like reveal the the big mystery ending, you know, the the cap to the thriller, all that kind of part. So 
Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's... The problem is that there's a big opportunity for a miss because if it's that slow burn, you either you have to want to stick with it. It has to be compelling enough. And it also has to not let you down at the end. So good for luck real. with that. For real. On top of that, this, this really just isn't my genre. Uh, mystery anime disappoint me frequently especially when i really like the the beginning portions of them Mm. so this has this has potential this could work but but there's no finger licking in the uh in the description so the jjk phenomenon might not happen with this one but i kind of thought you do i think you only like the really well liked mystery type of anime like i thought you liked isn't Odd Taxi sort of a mystery? Don't you like Odd Taxi? Yes. Ab- oh, I love Odd Taxi. Odd Taxi is special. Like, the thing about Odd Taxi is that it is uh, uh, more of a character drama between a bunch of different characters. Over the course of the of the series, the mystery is less of what you care about, and the mystery feels more like a, a MacGuffin that just drives the character interactions together. Uh Whereas a lot of mystery anime, like what was it? There was the the detective is already dead, or oh, what was that? What was one that me and another friend of mine were watching? Did you uh, watch Owari Monogatari? Owari Monogatari? Yeah, I started and then I dropped it. Ah, uh, I heard that one was okay. Like that that one was one of the the last chapters of uh, Monogatari. the Monogatari series, the Baki yeah. Monogatari series. Again, I, like, I actually dropped that one. Interesting. And a lot of them, they just, like, set up a mystery that you as the viewer cannot care about. And because of that, they come up with a harebrained bullshit answer to it that you couldn't really play along with the game of figuring out the mystery. And on top of that, they didn't have the character drama or the character interactions that something really strong like Odd Taxi would have. Uh, the other difference is a lot of these ones try to solve the whole mystery in one or two episodes and come up with a new one. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the case of Odd Taxi, it was one large overarching story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, I want to like it. But something about the vibe of undead girl murder farce, it, it does not, uh, it does not woo me. I don't love the name. I don't know why it's farce. Like, I was know. it, was it like no. a mistake? Cause I don't understand why they would use the word farce. The, the, tra- okay. cause the trailer doesn't seem like it's trying to be a, uh, joke, like a joke or like a, oh, I can't remember the word when, Satire. It doesn't seem satirical. I think that we might be uh, we might be broken in this regard because we're probably used to farce in the context of like the Great Canadian Air Farce. Maybe. Whereas farce to us is intrinsically like a funny kind of word. It's like ah ha ha. Uh, whereas if you take the technical definition, it's just like something where not everything is correct you know a situation well, where like things are a yes. little bit off or absurd yeah uh and in this case the fact that the girl is literally a head in a cage maybe also funny thing this is the only anime on the list where i didn't take the english name oh 
<laughs> the English name for this one is Undead Murder Farce. Oh, okay. They they just they just drop the girl out of out of the the title. They're just like, hmm, hmm, Undead Girl Murder Farce. Girl. This is the United States, Buster. We we can't sell anime featuring girls. Mm, get get that out of our title. All right, buddy. no, none of that. <laughs> You've had too undead much. murder You've farce. That much. sounds great. But yeah, uh, out of all of these, like I said, it's the only one that I thought has potential. I guess everything else seems mm, pretty generic. I'll be. I'm gonna make a prediction that we're gonna skip at least one of these animes on the one episode preview maybe even two i would not be surprised if we dropped out halfway through vending machine cat anime and uh pastor lawrence yeah uh i'm actually kind of excited for bucket list of the dead i i really vibe with the art style of it i mean i think that's fair i just don't think that there's a lot there beyond even the first like like I think it's a feel good show. It's fine to have a feel good show. I just don't Maybe see I just like it, it because I'm tired of having a job. <laughs> <laughs> don't you want to participate in capitalism? No, I want to fight my friends <laughs> in the streets. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes just walking outside, smelling the nice stench of uh zombies rotting zombies in the air and running for your life to the grocery store is just the proper thrill that you need maybe but i've been getting my thrills off street fighter 6 <laughs> street fighter 6 is that a sequel to boulevard brawlers 4 no it's actually tarmac tussle 5 ah <laughs> oh, oh. not uh not parkway puncher no, you're thinking of uh, cul-de-sac crunchers. Ah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. We have like eight more names like that for Street We really Fighter. do. <laughs> so. <laughs> like Street what, Fighter 6 finally came out. Yeah. One of, our great, one of Angelo and I's great loves in gaming is actually playing Street Fighter. I think I got you into Street Fighting like. Like years ago when 4 first came out, really. So what actually happened was I picked up Street Fighter 4 for really cheap on a Steam sale. Yeah. And then it turned out the person who I was working with at the time at the source was practically speaking a pro Street Fighter person. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a pro FGC player. Mm -hmm. And so anytime we would have downtime at the store, we would just... A pick up the, the controllers I would bring my laptop pick up the tr controllers and play the game for a little while mm -hmm. and it was a great way to pass the day it was it was awesome and so that's how I picked up Street Fighter 4 and so well when we stopped playing like Left 4 Dead and stuff mm -hmm. we got to play yeah, every now and that then was really and good. it was a fun time uh, we even tried getting Dio into it Dio got into it and she played for a little bit yeah it was fine Dio, Dio isn't much of a fighting game player but that's okay yeah but there's something about fighting games that is like beyond of all the games that we've ever really played together, like beyond like TF2, Overwatch, uh, uh, even a bit of like Valorant. And it's not because it's like, oh, it's an FPS or some other kind of game. It's just it's a whole other feeling 
Um, it's easy to it's it's fairly easy to pick up. I know a lot of people get turned off by fighting games because they seem like too much or button mashing is just like the default for them. But it's not that hard to find a character that you like the play style of, and then you start learning the moves, and then then and there you have learned the character, and you can start you can really start uh you know enjoying yourself. I think. As long as you don't consider the following fighting games universally have the best character designs. Yeah, I mean, we're talking 100%. about 100%. Like, we're obviously looking into like Street Fighter 6 because it's a new release and we've been having a lot of fun playing with friends. But I look at Guilty Gear, I look at Blaz Blue, I look like uh, Tekken. Marvel, Skull Girls. Marvel versus Capcom. Like, there's a yeah. lot of really fun designs. There's a lot of fun character styles to play as. Um, and the other great thing is just the time investment is as much as you want it to be. You True. Know? Because a match is when you're less than five minutes. For, when you're sitting down for a game of Valorant, you're spending 45 minutes in game. Being salty. Uh, when you <laughs> When you play Overwatch... You might uh put you might put forty minutes into a game to come out to a, a heartbreaking tie mm-hmm. or a crushing loss, not for your own fault because of the people on your team, you know. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to Street Fighter, uh, it is in a bad time. It is maybe five minutes. True. If you're like getting the a longest of match. Uh, the, if if you and your opponent run out the timer every single time, it's maybe maybe three hundred seconds, five yeah. minutes. Uh but usually it is just two or three minutes or less. You might be getting rolled, you might be rolling, or maybe it might be a, just a good fight. But it can be so hype sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you're in the right state of mind. You're just like, you're grabbing your fight stick. You're just like throwing around the, the, the joystick, slapping on the buttons until your yeah. desk is is shaking. And you're just making these weird guttural noises like, oh, God, son of a... Ah, no, 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 no. But also, like, I do, I do enjoy seeing, like, well-executed combos, whether I'm doing them or my friend is slamming my face against the tarmac with, you know, uh, uh, again, well-executed combos or supers or whatever it might be. There's something about it. It's It's such a well-wrapped package of entertainment that is delivered in just short bursts and then it's on to the next one like you win one you lose one you win three you lose five it doesn't really matter as long as you're like having a good time with it if you're not having a good time you could say that you could be doing that for any game where it's making you salty and you're not enjoying yourself that's a whole different problem it's not necessarily just because fighting game or any given genre it's because this game is not working for you. Find something that is actually fun. Don't get upset. But do enjoy the game. I have yeah. been enjoying the crap out of uh, of uh, Street Fighter Six. The 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 world tour mode is super fun. I the haven't done the battle hub yet, but world is tour is really so cool. cool. Did you get into it uh, now? Like, did you have a oh, chance? Oh yeah, I've been playing the world tour mode a little bit. Yeah, and so if anybody remembers. 
uh, something like Tony Hawk's Pro Skate or Tony Hawk's Underground. The first version of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater with like a proper story mode where you create your own character and you just like tour the world doing awesome skateboard bullshit. Mm -hmm. Street Fighter has that, except you build your own Street Fighter. They have a pretty good character creator. Honestly, the character creator is better than Cyberpunk, I think. It's actually got a lot of depth to it. Uh, And you can go travel the world learn uh fighting styles from all the street fighters you can mix and match yeah the 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 attacks from different street fighters so you could have like ken's hadoken uh you could have chun Li's spinning bird kick you could have like blanca's little electric attack where you crouch yep. down you have zangief's like command throw where he just like whips you you know up into the air and then crushes you between his legs and that's now, all in I one kind character. of want to see I, I've more been just like an ungabunga in this mode where I just like use whatever attacks I kind of feel like. Right. There are probably people who have been playing the world tour mode who have made the most busted ass setups probably. that can do crazy combos. And I would be so interested to see. I am kind like I, I I think it's a bit of a shame that you can't really fight other custom characters. But at the same time, I'm kind of OK with it because a lot of it would just be that same sort of min-max approach. That being said, I will say, like, it's pretty fun because there's a lot of, in that character creator, is really varied. So you can, like, build... You can create a spore creature. Well, yeah, you can basically build, like, a (laughs) tiny little gremlin man. Like, literally, you know, they could be, like, four foot two and uh, weighing, like, 16 pounds. (laughs) But you can also have arms like the Japanese spider. No, you don't even have to that. They could just be really, really, really small. And still they can perform (laughs) like a Zangief style command grab where they're like, it just looks like a toddler is hugging an adult's body while you're doing a giant (laughs) throw into the air. Physically, it makes no sense. But hilariously, it just looks really, really fun. I've been having a super good time. And then... We have our little Discord server of friends where we're just slapping each other around, mostly getting slapped by Nathan. But <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That man is, uh, he spends much more time playing. I'm okay with his level of mastery. A god gamer. Yeah. Oh. Are you, uh, you know, before we kind of end off into the se- into the rest of the summer here, is there anything else you're planning to do for summertime? Or games that you're I doing? I want to float, and I want to ribs. I want to float, and I want to ribs, too. Uh, River we, and ribs is one thing that I want to do over the summer. Hopefully, it, w- it won't be too smoky. That's a big thing. Yes. The only Ooh. smoke in the summer should be the smoke that's imbued in my ribs. Exactly. And I don't mean my long ribs. (laughs) 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 I mean the beef rib that will be consumed by me. It's like three months to rib fest and we've already got it planned out. We sure do. And got to float the bow, like you said. I'm hoping to go a couple of times, maybe two or three if I'm super lucky with timing and weather. It'll be nice. I'm looking forward to it. Are you going to get Starfield? Do you think you'll play Starfield? Oh, that's the new Bethesda game, right? Yes. That That's basically Skyrim in space? I think so. I mean, it looks really nice. I did see a trailer. I wasn't really sure if I was going to get it. I probably won't. 
just because I feel like I don't have time for single player games. That's also fair. Uh, and there's is there a reason to get it like immediately? Probably not. Like you can wait. Steam sales happen. I mean, if you had waited 13 years to buy Skyrim, at some point or another, you could have gotten it for $2 on Probably. the Amazon Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> on the Bezos you, so machine, I see. If, uh, if, if I want to wait, I can get uh, uh, Starfield on the on the on the Nintendo uh uh double throw double pull switch in uh 2028 that's not as long from now as I thought it would be when I said no. that <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I'll be like that's not even the end of the decade my guy <laughs> yeah yeah for real but like yeah I'm yeah I'm not really that interested that's fair I probably won't get it uh, to start because I just, I still have to finish Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I love Tears of the Kingdom. I really do. But I literally can put, like, last week, over the course of two days where I just had not much that I needed to do, I sunk, like, 16 hours into Tears of the Kingdom. And I felt like I made no progress, no story oh, progress. No. And it wasn't like, oh, no. it wasn't even that what I wasn't trying. It's because every time I find something else to do, like it is for the lack of a better descriptor, like an HD, an ADHD nightmare <laughs> it is very easy to be like squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. I saw squirrel. someone compare Breath of the Kingdom and Tears of the Breath of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. To Breath of the Wild is more like, ha ha, I am Link, I smash. Yes. Whereas Tears of the Kingdom is basically as advanced as Kerbal Space Program. You have to start engineering devices. You have to think about torque vectors. You have to start creating things in such of a way that uh, it's basically a completely different game within the Breath of the Wild engine. Yeah, in the way that like shrines were in Breath of the Wild, where you could basically complete almost any shrine uh, within 10 minutes, uh, which is like the essentially mini dungeons for people who don't know for some reason. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom also has shrines. Some shrines, I've literally been in them for like half an hour, 40 minutes. And like, that doesn't sound like terrible, but you realize like the footprint of shrines are quite small and the tasks are not monumental. They are, but they sometimes require a lot of finesse, a bit of luck or a good amount of like fighting skill, for example. So you have to be, you actually have to be both like creative and lucky, which sometimes doesn't work for you. I can think of a few things that I've had to engineer. I'm like, please work, just work, just work. You were so close to working. Why didn't you work? I have to try a different iteration. It's not bad, but it definitely takes a lot of time out of the experience, which is fine. It's very engrossing, at least to me. That's fair. All right. I think we have entertained the people long enough. And if we haven't, well, we have like 200 other episodes plus that you can go watch. So in the meantime, we're going to go take a summer break for about three months. We'll be back in September uh probably mid-september if i had to guess and we'll be reviewing the summer offerings as we have from yes. this preview but until then i wish you all great happy summer have a lot of fun touch grass 
Get a sunburn. Get a sunburn, sure. Use sunscreen. Don't use sunscreen. I'm not your dad. I'm not your dad. I'm your podcast host. Exactly. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye.